0: welcome to the mission mill spouse podcast the longest running podcast of its kind carrying on the 18-year legacy of army wife talk radio we have now expanded our community to include all military spouses of all branches and all components we are so glad you're here thank you for joining us as we empower military spouses to conquer adversity foster confidence and thrive in this military life now here are your podcast hosts your mission mill spouse command team
1: Welcome listeners to this empowering episode of Mission Mill Spouse. We're excited, caffeinated, and ready to help you navigate this military life. I'm your host, Lindsay Rauch, your Deputy Director of Marketing, and this is episode number 1014. Joining me today is Kathleen Palmer, our Director of Content.
2: Hey, Lindsay, and thanks for that warm welcome. I'm super excited to be hosting with you today. I don't think we've actually hosted together. And listeners, we've got a great show for you today. So grab a beverage of your choice, settle in, or lace up your shoes if you're listening while you're getting your workout in, and get ready for your weekly dose of military life empowerment. On today's show, we'll hear an interview conducted by Annie Pierce, our Director of Marketing, as she chats with guest Jeremy Schneider, who is going to cover some awesome TRICARE information. Kathleen, I'm so glad to be hosting with you today. You're right; it's our
1: first time, which blows my mind. But before we go any further, what's military life been throwing your way?
2: Well, um, I just finished running the Army 10 miler, and uh, that was enough. That was enough military life for me for a while. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, my body's still recovering. Age 55 is not as kind um, as age. (laughs) Congrats. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. Um, and the only other thing that really I've been working on is um, Veteran Spouse Project has a, they got a grant from the NEA. And for the past year, we've been doing an online writing workshop with military spouses all over the world. And we've been creating monologues that have finally been put together in a play. And that is going to be produced um, on November 3rd in the Knoxville area. If anybody's in Knoxville listening, please come by at the Old State Theater at 7 p.m. And um, NEA has has given us a $10,000 grant. So we hired actors and we're able to do all these different things. And so we're actually debuting on the 3rd of November. And I'm actually going. So I'm excited to meet all these people I've been online with for a year. So it's going to be great. So exciting. But, you know, also, you know, something that I think is such a positive thing for military spouses. I'm excited to meet them all.
1: Right man, you are so inspiring. I'm like running a 10 miler and all this.
2: No, um, and I sleep most of the other time. So, but anyway, about me, what's going on in your life? I know you had way big things going on lately.
1: Yeah. So I did just welcome, um, our second little baby boy to our family. So we have been just so appreciative of, uh, my husband's leave for you military spouses who are looking to welcome, uh, a little baby into your family, the military just enacted a really awesome new leave program. So we've been soaking that in. It's really given us time to just figure out our new groove as a family of four. Um, and then my husband is getting down to less than a year left of his contract. Mm. And so we're kind of in that, you know, time of, okay, are we going to reenlist? Um, is he going to ETS? So we're full blown in that mode. And you, I thought as a civilian, like, Oh, you're left of a job. That's still plenty of time. But I feel like in the military, it's like, no, we need to figure out what we're doing kind of fast if we're going to get out. So that's been all the things keeping us busy and up through the night.
2: Wow. Well, no, I I can't even imagine two under two. That's uh, I, I didn't even experience that. So I don't know how you're you're functioning, but congratulations on the addition to your family. And you're right. That is a great program that the Army is, is or the military is now implementing. Did you find that the time is enough for your family or?
1: Well, so I have two under two. And this program is new. My first son was on the other program, which was, I believe, three weeks of leave. It's hard for me to remember because he was sick and in the NICU. So that was kind of wonky. But for um, our second son, it's now three months. And so definitely, um, yeah, uh, a lot of time we were like, is that going to feel like too, like not too much time, but that's a lot of time. But honestly, we're soaking in every second. We're so beyond thankful. And it's... Um, a huge factor of getting resettled and then knowing when he goes back to work, we know how it goes with, you know, rotations or deployments. He might be gone for a long period of time, but I feel like this period of time getting to adjust as a family is making all the difference and giving us that confidence. So, yeah, we're so thankful.
2: No, I'm so excited for y'all. That's great. That's great. I'm excited for the other families to get to experience that as well. So
1: me too. Well, it's been so fun to catch up with you, KP. Even the most seasoned spouses could use some encouragement. So whether you're just joining the military life or have more PCS stickers stuck on your furniture than you care to mention, we've mm-hmm. got something for you. It's been so fun to catch up with UKP. Even the most seasoned spouses could use some encouragement. So whether you're just joining the military life or you have more PCS stickers stuck on your furniture than you care to mention, we got something for you. Here now are some other members of our Mission Mill Spouse Command Team with their insightful and uplifting resources.
0: No news is typically good news in this military life, except on the Mission Millspouse podcast. Here is our new 6 correspondent with this week's top stories. Marines let
3: the dogs out. Members of the Marine Air Ground Task Force Training Commands Tactical Training and Exercise Control Group based at the Marine Corps Air Ground Combat Center at 29 Palms in California, have been testing a robot dog with a rocket launcher attached to its back. The craziest part? You can buy this dog on the civilian market, rocket not included. You can even find it on Amazon for a cool $2,700. The Marines, however, have been calling it a goat, possibly from the name G-01, which is the robot's official title. This is just a concept at the moment, but you can watch the Marines test it out in an official Marine Corps video. Instead of having a Marine handle the weapon system, manipulate the safeties, we could put a remote trigger mechanism on it that allows it to be done remotely. Marine Corps First Lieutenant Aaron Safadi, the officer in charge of the Emergency Technology Integration Section within TTECG, said in a statement after the September test. The Marine could be behind cover and concealment, the weapon system could go forward, and the Marine could manipulate the safeties from a safe place while allowing that weapon system to get closer to its target. Rocket launching dogs were not on my 2023 bingo card, but it does sound kind of adorable and very on-brand for the Marines. Find out more at thedrive.com. The Rock has a soft spot for a Navy veteran. Stephen Wright, a Navy veteran, shared a story of how Dwayne The Rock Johnson helped him through a rough time on Twitter, saying, Y'all don't know how The Rock kept me going when I was in the hospital injured when I lost my leg when I was in the U.S. Navy. You see, it was August 22, 1999, my 21st birthday. I got injured and lost my right leg. Many people know this, but when he, what many don't know is that many shipmates got so many matches of The Rock to keep me going, and someone from WWE sent me an autographed book of The Rock. That got me through my stay. Also, the book said we'll meet one day. That autograph was fake, but we did meet at WM19, but guess what? I lost the photo. I did get my real autograph, but I believe one day I hope to get a photo. Anyway, thank you, The Rock, for everything. The Rock himself tweeted back, Thank you for the story. I'm very sorry to hear about what happened. I will send you my real autograph, because that ain't my writing, though I appreciate the genuine effort made by whoever got that for you. I'll send you some other gifts as well. I'll be in touch this week, and most importantly, thank you for your service, brother. The rock delivered, Stephen received shirts, sweatpants, a bag, a custom title belt complete with a heartfelt handwritten message, a pair of kicks, and more. Johnson's cousin was a Navy seal for 14 years according to an Instagram post, and it's safe to say the Navy can turn this rock into a softie. Find out more at ringsidenews.com. Fisher House gives 250,000 in grants to five military nonprofits. The annual Fisher Service Award was given last week to five deserving organizations. The first award of $90,000 went to the Dream Foundation's Dreams for Veterans program. This organization helps with fulfilling dying veterans with their final dreams. They help with end-of-life care for these veterans and help with the grieving process for their family members. The second award went to the HEAL program. This program helps veterans in chronic pain receive stellate ganglion block treatment and other more traditional pain treatments. The stellate ganglion block treatment involves injecting anesthetic medication into the problem area. This program has helped at least 42 veterans with suicidal ideations due to the constant pain. The third recipient was Farm Military Agricultural Program. This program, based out of North Carolina, has provided over 1,000 veterans with free training on farming and agriculture as they make the transition from military member to farmer. The fourth recipient was Beyond the Streets. This program focuses on homeless veterans and helping them find permanent housing while also helping them rekindle their self-pride, dignity, and purpose. The final recipient was vet to vet Maine. vet to vet Maine matches veteran volunteers with other veterans who need a friend or mentor. These pairs stay in regular communication, help each other through tough times, and enjoy activities together. The program helps to use money to have a further geographic reach and provide more buddies for veterans. Since the Fisher House started these grants in 1999, over $3 million have been given to deserving foundations. The 2024 cycle applications opened last week and will stay open until March 21st, 2024. Today in History On October 30th, 1938, Orson Welles' War of the Worlds was broadcasted on radio, causing panic and alarm as people listening thought that Martians were actually landing on Earth. The drama, which was not advertised, began by a news reporter interrupting a music program to say there was an explosion on Mars. Some time passed and it was interrupted again, this time saying the world was under attack. The drama continued on for an hour in the form of Reports. This caused panic and hysteria from those listening in to the point that Orson Welles had to apologize and explain to news that he did not mean to incite an incident. Something tells me, though, that good old Welles enjoyed the drama, at least a little bit. Either way, it got his name out there, and all publicity is good publicity. That's it for me. I'm Emma Ty with News 6, signing out.
1: Thanks to Emma for making sure we always have up-to-date news for this military life. So what's on the docket for this week's Resource Recon?
2: This week's Resource Recon is all about our recent blog post highlighting the REACH Spouse Program. As military spouses, we often face unique challenges and struggle with life issues and situations that others just don't face. There's a program on the horizon designed for military spouses, and it offers resources and a real conversation about our lifestyle and things we need to thrive. REACH Spouse is a DOD program designed to serve as an avenue for starting a conversation about these challenges with other military spouses. It also offers insight into what the service. Member- members members go through by identifying their challenges and the barriers they face to getting help. There's so many great resources out there that can help military spouses and families. Go to our website. And check out the blog and go to our blogs tab and you can check out the blog by finding it under health and fitness or it probably should be one of the more recent ones. And Lindsay, I was this was so funny that we were talking. That was like such a crazy thing when I saw that this resource was selected for today because I actually just became um, a reach facilitator and I just conducted um, a class today. And it really is a great program. It it utilizes a lot of the factors of Military one source, So I think that, you know, they are such a beacon of resources, um, but it's great for spouses to know where to start.
1: Right. I mean, for me, Military one source and those tools were my saving grace when we joined the military. So to know there's something even outside of that or with reach spouse, these are the types of things that still, even after we've been in for, can't believe it, my husband's been in for three years now, but it, I could just never get enough of, having those conversation starters and learning about challenges that we all face. And I'm really excited to learn more after seeing this resource recon. I'm like, man, I really need to tap into that. So thanks for sharing KP. You bet. Even with resources at our fingertips, sometimes this military spouse life can make anyone kind of weary. Here at Mission Mill Spouse, we've got some empowered male spouses ready to cheer you on whenever you need a pick-me-up. Right after that dose of empowerment is our interview for this week with Jeremy Snyder. Let's listen in.
0: We here at Mission Mill Spouse never doubt the strength of our military spouse tribe. Here is our Director of Empowerment with this week's Empowerment Patrol Report.
4: Hi there, Mission Mill Spouse listeners. It's me, Amanda Bicknice, your Director of Empowerment, bringing you this week's Empowerment Patrol Report. Do you know a military spouse, service member, family member? Community member, or a nonprofit organization that goes above and beyond to empower the lives of others, nominate them today as a standout empowerment champion for Mission Mill Spouses Everyday Empowerment Award. It could be a relative, a spouse, a nonprofit or a battle buddy that you've met along the way. Everyday Empowerment recipients will receive a digital certificate, a token of our appreciation in real life, on-air recognition via this podcast, and be included in a social media reel each month with their fellow winners. Nonprofits that are selected will receive a $100 donation from Mission Spouse to support their continued work within the military community. To nominate someone or a nonprofit, you'll just head on over to our website at missionmillspouse.org, select the Get Involved tab, where you'll then click Empowerment from the drop-down menu, and you'll find that nomination form. We would love to give praise and recognition to those spouses and organizations who are helping you throughout your Millspouse journey. Until next time, I'm Amanda Bickmes reminding you, empowered spouses, empower spouses.
0: Here at Mission Mill Spouse, military spouses are our primary focus. We have more than 2,600 blogs with topics including PCS, parenting, career guidance, humor, deployment, and more. Whether you're dating a service member, have just said I do as a new spouse, or are a seasoned spouse with a whole collection of PCS stickers on your furniture, we have something for you. But hey, don't just take our word for it.
1: I'm Lindsay, and when my husband joined the military, I was completely lost when it came to assimilating to military life and culture. This organization made me feel like I had support, a new community I could lean on, and equip me with invaluable information about military spouse life.
0: Tap into all of our empowering resources at missionmillspouse.org or follow us across all social media platforms at Mission Millspouse.
5: Welcome Mission Mill podcast listeners. I'm Annie Pierce your Director of Marketing and Events here at Mission Millspouse. I am so excited to be bringing you today's episode chock full of information to empower and enlighten you. Our guest for this week is Jeremy Schneider, TRICARE subject matter expert from the Defense Health Agency. Jeremy Schneider has worked for the military health system for almost 20 years, including overseas in Europe at both Longstuhl Regional Medical Center and the Army Medical Command Regional Headquarters, prior to his current position at the Defense Health Agency with the TriCare Health Plan Policy and Programs Division. Jeremy, welcome to the Mission Mill Spouse Podcast.
6: Well, thank you for having me on today. Happy to be here.
5: Oh, we're so happy that you're here because, guys, I tell you, we got a lot of questions, and today's episode is actually most of our questions is brought to you by our listeners. So. Let's jump right in. First question What is TRICARE?
6: What is TRICARE? TRICARE <laughs> is overall the health care that we provide, governed in statute, but the health care option that we provide to our active duty service members, their qualified dependents, um, and of course, qualified retirees and their family members as an option for them. TRICARE itself, three basic parts there's TRICARE Prime, there's TRICARE Select. And there's, for a Medicare-eligible population, Tricare for Life.
5: It's always a question because they, of course, there are Facebook groups out there. And whenever they ask questions, I'm always thinking like, okay, well, would you have Tricare Prime or do you have Tricare Select? I wasn't even thinking of the third option. Okay, so you hear often about Tricare Prime and Tricare Select. But could you really tell tell us more about each of those?
6: Um, So the two basic options... Now, all active duty service members themselves, they are in TRICARE Prime. Okay. Uh, if you're stationed in a remote area, then they're in TRICARE, what we call TRICARE Prime remote. Um, the difference between TRICARE Prime and TRICARE Select is that TRICARE Prime has an assigned PCM, that's a primary care manager. In TRICARE okay. Prime, you see your primary care manager for all of your healthcare needs and they will generate referrals if you need to go see a specialist anywhere. Okay. After duty family members and retirees and their family members, they are eligible to choose either Tricare Prime or Tricare Select. Tricare Select is a self managed care option. Under Tricare Select, you don't actually get a primary care manager assigned to you. You also don't right. have to go to a primary care manager to get referrals for most care.
5: Oh! So it's
6: generally for for everybody except the active duty service member. For them, we manage their care. Uh, Everybody else has the choice, depending on personal preferences, of how much they want that primary care manager being the gatekeeper uh, for Mm -hmm. their care, or if they have providers that they just want to go and see and do a self-managed care option.
5: Okay. I love that there are options for do you want to do this yourself (laughs) or do you want someone else to manage it for you? We end up hearing a lot about open season and qualifying life events. Could you explain what are each of these things and how are they important when we talk about enrollment?
6: Glad you brought that up uh, because we're just a couple of weeks out from open season for 2024. Um, Open season is the Annual opportunity that people have to either elect to enroll in a TRICARE plan or mm-hmm. to change between the TRICARE plans. This okay. year that's running from November 13th to December 12th um, of 2023. Any plan changes made for open season take effect on January 1st,
5: 2024. Okay. Okay. So that's open season. What is qualifying life events?
6: So qualifying life events, those are your changes in family. That's your PCS. Anytime that you move, that's getting married, divorced, having children, adopting a child. Most of the life changes that you have, those trigger what are called qualifying life events. Qualifying life events give you a 90-day window from when you have a qualifying life event, such as getting married, Um, And that's to elect to enroll in, if not already enrolled in a TRICARE plan, or to change your enrollment. Outside of those qualifying life events, the only time to change plans is during open season.
5: That's great to know. What if, so say you're traveling, like we talked about for PCS, maybe if you're traveling and you need medical care, what should you do?
6: Well, first, if it's an emergency, go to the ER. Uh, Okay. That's just straight up. Um, When you're otherwise traveling, if you're on vacation and something happens and it's not an emergency, but it could be you get sick, you need some urgent care, um, you can generally seek that anywhere that you need to. Uh, One of the pieces of advice that I would give folks is to use trackcare.mil. We have all of our resources there, including the contact information for... The regional contractors um, here in the States, we've got an East contractor and a West contractor. And then for everywhere outside of the U.S., we have an overseas contractor. Okay. Um, currently in the East, that's Humana. And currently in the West, that's Healthnet, And everywhere overseas is International SOS. We have their contact and call information available on tricare.mil. Um, so, if you're traveling, and especially if you're traveling overseas, I would have that information with you um, so that you can call them and they can help you find providers um, wherever you're traveling to.
5: Okay. So, if we are traveling and we go to an emergency room, is there, do we need to do anything after we've been to the emergency room? Do we need to follow up with our insurance or anything?
6: Typically here in the States, Um, The follow-up that you should do after any time that you need to hit the emergency room is, especially if you're in Prime, going back to your primary care manager and following up with them for any follow-up needs. Um, As far as a claims issue, you should not have generally issues here in the States. If you're traveling Mm -hmm. overseas, um, normally it's going to be a pay up front for you and file for reimbursement. So if you're in many places will be cash up front or that, um, with the exception of active duty service members. Okay. Um, So when you're traveling, you may have to file claims to get reimbursement. Um, But here in the States, generally, all of that, as long as you are identified as a tricare beneficiary, all of that should be a pass through and invisible to you, if you will.
5: Nice. I like when things are invisible to me. Okay. So like I said in the beginning, these are questions coming from our listeners. So one of our listeners asked, why can I only see my referrals under TRICARE West and not under HMS Genesis when it is supposed to be all inclusive when they made the change?
6: For that, uh, what we have for information at this point is that uh, referrals just are not viewable within the NHS Genesis patient portal. Um, So we would redirect our beneficiaries to your regional contractor sites for the referral information. And again, that information and those website links are all available on Tricare.mil.
5: Awesome. Tricare.mil. And for listeners, we will have Tricare.mil as a link in our show notes. The coverage for young adult can be pricey. Many companies cover children until age 25. So even if it's an act of Congress to get that changed, why can't TRICARE make it more affordable?
6: That's an excellent question and very relevant. Unfortunately for TRICARE, all of our benefits are defined in statute. um, And that includes how much the government subsidizes the plans. Um, In the case of TRICARE Young Adult, there is no government subsidy to those plans. So all of the premiums for the enrollees basically pay for Tricare Young Adult. Um, so yes, as the question asked about an act of Congress? This is one of those things where our hands are kind of tied, um, and we execute the law as it is. Um, mm-hmm. And it would require basically any any way to make it cheaper, unfortunately, via a change in statute.
5: Okay. Oh man, I mean, you gotta you gotta abide by the law, right? Thank you so much for sharing so much more about the TRICARE Health Plan. This is such an important part of military life that every family needs to know how to navigate. And it sure feels like we're always learning something about it. Stay tuned for the rest of our interview with Jeremy Schneider, Defense Health Agency Specialist with TRICARE Health Plan Policy and Programs Division.
0: Our mission is to globally empower military spouses with resources and support to conquer adversity, foster confidence, and thrive in this military life. Whether you are an individual, a Fortune 500 company, or somewhere in between, join us on our mission. Make your tax-deductible contribution at missionmillspouse.org. Or if you're a business interested in sharing your product or services with our more than 100,000 followers, email partner at missionmillspouse.org. Military spouses around the world, thank you for your support.
5: Welcome back, listeners. We're continuing our conversation with Jeremy, and let's just jump right back into our conversation. So one of our listeners had a very specific question, so I'm going to read what they had written One of my big things is the coverage of medication for chronic health conditions at retail pharmacies. I'm a diabetic and use an inhaler for reactive airway disease. In 2022, Tricare started denying having my prescriptions for chronic health conditions covered at in-network pharmacies. And they told me to go on base or through Express Scripts the base denied my prescriptions because they were written by off base providers, which left my only option as Express Scripts. Why have in-network pharmacies if we can't use them? Thank you for that.
6: I think all patient health care is unique, um, so there's always going to be okay. some unique scenarios. Um, in general, while I wouldn't speak to the exact piece outlined here We do encourage people to move over into the mail order pharmacy express scripts um, for particularly for the maintenance medications. Um, Some of those are actually required to be through mail order pharmacy or MTF pharmacies um, after 90 days. Um, And that's again, like we mentioned earlier, just a little bit about law. Um, That's also actually linked into law and some of the programs that we're set up and manage to follow through with those.
5: It's gonna be frustrating to be in in an industry where, you know, a lot of it is, well, this is we're just following the law, you know?
6: I don't know. That frustrating is the thing. It's all very prescribed. Um so okay. there is that many of the things are for us. It is in black and white. This is what we do. This is what TRICARE is, what we cover, what we don't cover. Uh, many of the mm-hmm. things are very much laid out for us. Um, so in some cases, uh, yes, we just don't have the flexibility, but on the other hand, there's also the relative ease, if you will, of this is what Congress has given us as our marching orders and to go out and execute that.
5: Yeah. Okay. I like that perspective. It's a better perspective than the frustrated one. (laughs) Mental health. I love that we talk more about mental health these days and mental health is a major area of concern for service members and military dependents alike. If you or someone in your family requires mental health care, what are the steps to get that care and what resources are available?
6: Well, there's a couple of uh, main ones. First of all, um, in any sort of in crisis um, or any suicidal ideation or that, if there's some emergent mm-hmm. thing, please, please, please use the military crisis line. That's the now national number 988 and use option one. Um, and of course, emergency rooms are always there. Uh, for other non-emergent things, um, You don't generally need referrals or pre-authorizations to seek mental health care for outpatient mental health services, Um, except in the case of active duty service members, um, they would go through their primary care manager or the nurse advice line um, in order to get a referral to behavioral health services.
5: I love that there's no referrals needed. That's nice. We had another, another listener ask, I would love to see or know where it's located, a basic overview of all things TRICARE. The differences between prime, select, when and how to enroll, what you need a referral for, and what you can just schedule. This would be just such a great resource to have and give out. Where can our listeners go to find out that information?
6: This one, our communications team does an incredible job of putting out a wealth of information at tricare.mil and I think we'll provide some of those specific links for you for your show notes, um, including the differences in Prime and Select. Um, There are PowerPoint presentations. We prepare annual cost sheets um, to show co-pays and enrollment fees for our premium-based plans, Tricare Reserve Select and Tricare Young Adult. We have their annual premiums and costs. So just a wealth of information is at tricare.mil.
5: tricare.mil. And as Jeremy said, listeners, all all of the links that we've talked about and even some more that we haven't really talked about will be in our show notes. So you will be able to find that out. Click on our website. So as we wrap up our conversation, we have one question that we ask all of our guests, and it's this. What is one piece of advice that you would give to our listeners to navigate this military life with respect to your area of expertise?
6: One of the big things I would say is Google, or pick whichever search engine is your choice. Um, Google is your friend. One of the advantages, we talked about disadvantages and disadvantages of being uh, everything laid out for us in law following that regulation policy, um, we're very open. All of the materials that we work with, for the most part, are open and publicly accessible and publicly viewable. Um, So, one of the things I noticed over time in working with beneficiaries is many questions that people have are also very much answerable within... Sometimes very quick Google searches. Um, Okay. And that's not to say that they shouldn't, should never call up and call your contractor with questions or that. Absolutely Mm -hmm. not. Um, Just as a resource for people trying to learn more about their healthcare and their healthcare options and needs. Um, I personally use, in the course of my job on a daily basis, I am Googling information about TRICARE, about benefits, and that. Um, So it's part of a, self-education about your health care and your coverage and Mm -hmm. your personal health care needs definitely encourage people to be using Google and other search engines as appropriate um, because the information that we have on TRICARE is vast and it's almost all publicly facing and accessible to folks.
5: I love that it's all publicly facing and especially, you know, you You don't always have these questions during the like nine to five, you know, so going to Google when it's you just woke up with a sick child at 2 a.m. or something and you can Google something that would that would help to start
6: the process.
5: Well, thank you again to today's guest, Jeremy Schneider from the Defense Health Agency.
6: Thank you so much for having me on and the chance to share a little bit more about TRICARE with you and your community.
5: We, we love to be able to provide more information to our community. Jeremy, we wish you all the best. And thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to us about TRICARE. And listeners, don't forget, open season begins November 13th and goes through December 12th. Now back to the ladies in the metaphorical studio to hear what they thought of today's conversation.
1: Thanks again to Jeremy for sharing such encouragement with us on this Mission Mill Spouse podcast. So KP, what were some of your big takeaways?
2: Well, I mean, we have DHA and TRICARE. They do a monthly blog for us and sometimes they actually send out weekly tips, which I try to shove in there if we have open spots in the counter. And I think they do a really great job of timely information and being organized. So if you're listening and you want to go back and look at some of those, I'll just put a plug in here right now. We have you go under health and fitness or even type in TRICARE on our website. You'll see all the posts that TRICARE DHA has done in the past six months. And they're great. Lots of resources. But I think one of the things that stuck out to me, Lindsay, is that. The First of all, the open season is coming up November 13th through the 12th. So like, if you want to change your TRICARE coverage, it's coming up in a couple of weeks to actually do this. And so during that open season, you, know, you get to look at the plans and change the plan, what's best for your family. But the one thing I didn't really realize that they talked about was the qualifying life events, um, the divorce, the marriage, the adoption, the birth of your child, that you have a 90 day window to change coverage. And I didn't know about that 90 day window.
1: Yeah, that's been a huge thing for our family. And I'm so thankful that they give the 90 days because for example, with me just having a baby, the first month or two is just a blur. You're you're not even thinking of insurance, but then you get to really evaluate like, hey, for my children now, do I wanna choose a local healthcare provider that I trust um, or no, or would I like to go on? bait? I mean, there's just so many pros and cons and it's actually been super empowering for our family to know that, We personally love TRICARE. And so even within this amazing benefit from our spouses serving, we have so many options. And uh, at first, it was really confusing for me, prime versus select. And in the podcast, they even talked about the third one. Um, But now it is just so cool to know, okay, I can change once a year or after I have a child or like you said, a divorce marriage uh, that we get to kind of reevaluate what we need in that specific life phase for sure.
2: It is. And it's funny, you, it, we were stationed in Charlottesville for a while and we had Tricare Prime remote. And I remember looking at the thing, asking my husband, what the heck is this? He goes, I don't know, but I think it's going to be good. And I was like, <laughs> well, Okay. Why? He goes, well, it's like we have Tricare Prime, but since we can't really go to an MTF or have any referrals, then we get to pick our referral people and then get it done. So it really was, it was crazy. And we had UVA down there that worked with Tricare. So it was nice, but I didn't even know that was, an option like until you go like you just said until you go into it and you say okay this is what we need um so i'm also Lindsay, a big proponent of tricare i know there's a lot of negative and complaining and i think maybe maybe jeremy wants to have us on their podcast because i'm with you i've we've had great experiences with tricare
1: yeah and it's awesome to know that we can get what we need in different seasons you know once one duty station you might not know anyone off post. you don't care about choosing your specific care because you want to trust you know the military you don't know the area and then there's other times where you might say hey no i have connections here and i really want my child or myself to see this specialist or this primary care for them so it's really nice to know that we can evaluate in each season and i think sometimes people think oh they don't even think about the healthcare. I just have TRICARE. And so they decide for me or I'm just stuck in this one plan. So I thought the podcast was super uh, empowering and I hope that a lot more people recognize the benefits and the joys that there can be having the benefit of TRICARE.
2: Yeah. And I think that, you know, um, I know Annie asked him the question about mental health, which I was just at AUSA um, last week and they were, that was a huge discussion about mental health resources. And, you know, I live in DC area where it's the hunger games for, you know, providers. I mean, really to find yourself getting in with someone, especially mental health is hard. And I think that is not even an issue with TRICARE. That's an issue with the contractors taking TRICARE. That's what you find. And so I think sometimes the TRICARE blame gets placed, but it really isn't even at that level. It's it's at who we're contracting to take it. So I, I'm glad she brought that up. And I think TRICARE and DHA, they they are also trying really hard to get providers into the network, which I think is a main issue with mental health care. So anyway. 100%.
1: Yeah, and just to touch on that really quick, because that's my background, my passion, and um, my profession is, mm-hmm. and you're 100% right, it's not on the insurance. Most of the time, it's really on the providers right now with the mental health crisis of just not having enough providers to meet the needs of everyone um, who are looking to get services. But a positive experience for me is uh, here at our current duty station at Fort Bliss, I was able to tell uh, my OB during my pregnancy, like, hey, I'd really love to start getting counseling to focus on my mental health. I had really bad postpartum depression the first time. No problem. She got a referral in to a local practice that was accepting patients. And it was like, I have prime but I was able to find a local um, counseling firm that was accepting new clients and was uh, in the Tricare system, and she gave me the referral. And within the next week, I was receiving uh, services. So, I mean, that's, oh, that's a wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if people need it, it is available as long as there are providers uh, in network that are accepting patients. But for me, it was no issue at all. So, just wanted to throw that encouraging note out there too.
2: No, I know we have to wrap up, but I just wanted to like say that's very brave of you to share that because I think it's and I think that stigma is, is, you know, we're slowly overcoming that barrier to where we can talk more openly about it. But, you know, if if people are facing, hey, I can't get mental health care, well, TRICARE and DHA, they have a, a hotline that you can call and they will try to help you through that, too. So there is that number on the mental health website so you can go to if you're having trouble getting a provider. Alas, all good things must come to an end, but never fear. More Mission Mill Spouse podcast episodes are already in the works. Catch our mini cast episodes each Thursday and our next full length podcast dropping on Monday as we chat with Larry Zillocks, the co-owner of Willing Warriors. You won't want to miss it. Go ahead and subscribe to our podcast on our website, missionmillspouse.org, or in your chosen podcast app, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify
1: we invite you to consider joining us on our mission in other ways as well. We're always seeking bloggers to contribute once per month submissions. All spouses from all branches and all components are welcome. If you got a resource for military spouses, please inquire about being a guest on our podcast. Our season books up really quickly, so don't wait. Email hello at missionmillspouse.com or send us a direct message on any social media outlet.
2: Whether you're in a season of hurry up and wait, embracing the suck, are keeping calm and mill spousing on, thank you for letting us be a part of your meal spouse squad. No matter what you're facing, we want you to remember, we've been there, you're not alone, we got your six. This is your Mission Mill Spouse Command Team signing out.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Mission Mill Spouse Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with your tribe and leave us a five-star review. Subscribe to our podcast on the podcast app of your choice to catch episodes that drop every Monday and Thursdays each week. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, or LinkedIn at Mission Mill Snag some sweet freebies by signing up for our newsletter, The Rep. And finally, if you'd like to join us on our mission to serve military spouses, consider making a tax-deductible donation on our website or email partner at missionmillspouse.org. Mission Mill empowering you to navigate this military life since 2005.